0: inside 20 for those who desire to hunt close brought to you by traditional bow hunters of georgia big jim's bow company Gunshy archery vantage point archery custom kings traditional archery and triple t strings inside 20 is a separate entity from our sponsors the information shared from each podcast are the beliefs of the inside 20 associates and the guests participating
1: today we're excited to be sitting down with Jeff Miller the founder of vantage point archery and Jeff Stringer one of the company's owners VPA produces some of the top of line hunting broadheads, and we're excited to be sitting down with the lifelines that are those that bring us what we love to take to the field how you guys doing tonight doing Doing great how are you doing good doing really good so how we'd like to start this off is both of you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and then how you got started, um, in this type of the industry. Uh, and so you, Jeff, I know it's, it's going to be fun to go back and forth. So we'll go Miller. How about you go first?
2: All right. So I basically grew up, uh, in a country and, uh, I've hunted pretty much all my life. And, and when I, Graduated school i wasn't quite sure what i wanted to do and and so i decided to take up machine tool technology and uh i really liked it and i kind of grew with it and so basically i I grew up as a machinist and the thing i like about that is that pretty much you can make whatever you want to make even if it's not out in the industry so being a machinist and a bow hunter at the same time kind of put me in a position where I could make a broadhead of my design that would be I was looking for number one durability and then he's a sharpening and so I was a traditional bow hunter started out in two, basically in 2000 and uh, shot traditional bows till 2015 when I Couldn't hardly do it anymore because of neck issues and everything, but uh, so we started out with Vantage, we started the company in 2009, decided to call it Vantage Point Archery, and so I came up with this broadhead design, and uh, everybody really liked it, so we thought, well, maybe we'll just try to make a company and sell it and everything, And, and it just keeps growing from there, so that's basically how it started.
1: That's great. I, I love the back history and just something that you were able to uh, turn into a, a business out of uh, just a trade that you're familiar with and, and obviously skilled at uh, and then take something that you knew there was opportunity to make better. There's always a better mousetrap it seems like out there and to, and to be able to produce that and produce these heads that, and they 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 shoot great. The heads um, I've used them and and had success uh, at taking a pig and and, and used them uh, in different s- situations on when I'm deer hunting in the fall and I've been very impressed with just the way the heads shoot uh, and and the, the ease to tune them as well with traditional setups uh, and just the uh, being a, a solid head and the metal is easy to sharpen. Run into that a lot, so I it's, it's neat to hear about that. What about you?
3: I got to add on to Miller's a little bit. He's a pretty modest guy that. Um, I've known Jeff now for what, Jeff, six, seven years. One of the smartest guys in the industry. I don't I don't care whether it's the the bow hunting industry or just the machinists, but he can visualize things and take them to fruition that most people can't. And he's great at talking through the details. And you know, we we build a lot of broadheads for other companies. We won't tell you their names, but we white label them and just walking through that process and getting people to think outside the box and understand the flight and the integrity and how they're designed and why we do what we do. I mean, I I can't say enough about it. And and Jeff is actually of the original group we bought it from um, the only one that that uh, is on with us now. So um, there's a lot of backstory behind that. But so my background is uh, born and raised in Utah, grew up hunting since I don't, I can't remember, not hunting and fishing, um, and then moved to Kentucky where I hunted quite a bit and then moved up to Indiana. My background's aluminum. So I worked for Alcoa, all the big aluminum companies you can think of, built my own companies, ran a bunch of big companies, um, lean manufacturing is my background. And I was actually working for some of my partners and I walked into this machine shop. We owned an insulation company and I needed some parts made. So I walked into Absolute Machine, which is the, the parent company of VPA, and just seeing the potential. And then they showed me the broadheads, and I talked to Jeff, and I'm thinking, this we could really blow this thing up because there's nothing on the market like VPA and the, the process we do to build the VPA broadheads and our customer broadheads. The way we do it is unlike anybody else. The runout's are different. The weight of each of the blades is different. I mean, it's, it's night and day, and people can say, oh, we make the same broadhead. You don't. The end of the day they don't and we'll prove it through just shooting and we're not going to show you exactly what we do because that's our secret sauce but this is a different broadhead and it's a different company we have 30 families that we worry about there's four of us that own it um, some of us don't even take a salary out of there it's not because it doesn't make money it's because we need to recapitalize we put in about six and a half million dollars over the last couple years to get it to where it needs to be to get our processes where we like them to be a repeatable in the way we do it and to make a good high quality product and if you notice with vpa we're not out buying some celebrity for three four hundred thousand dollars a year to say they shoot our stuff because we pay them we want to be the blue collar hunters broadhead we want you to shoot it because it's the best thing on the market that you spend your money with inflation and going up you spend your money you buy something that's good quality that you can sharp and you can hand down it's not a one and done you know we I'll beat on the mechanicals a little bit, but there's a lot of mechanicals that we've we've got told over the winter time. Why don't you make your broadheads so they fell? You could sell more. Talk about low integrity. I mean, let's build them so that it's a good quality piece of product that you want to buy. I want to buy things that I find value in, and why would I sell something that I'm I'm designing to fell? So, just a whole different way we look at the market, and we're not the biggest, um, but I, I don't care. I I want to sell something that's good quality, high integrity. And at the end of the day, I got a higher power. I got to report to, you know, I might be able to screw you on something down here on the, on the earth, but at some point I've got to answer for those sins and I'm, I'm not going to do that. So we're going to make a good quality product and we we want the people that shoot every day to enjoy what they get. So that's our philosophy. Yeah. That's a,
0: that's a, a great way to be, um, I know the consumers really appreciate that. So, where are y'all based out of? Where's VPA? Where's their home?
3: It's Fort Wayne, Indiana. We are literally what Jeff, an eighth of a mile from the airport in Fort Wayne. Yep.
0: What brought y'all to Indiana?
3: Jeff, well, that's border. where. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's where I grew up. <laughs> that's just where the shop landed, huh? Is that where the machine shop and everything is located?
3: Yes. Yes so the machine shop started about 30 years ago and the the two guys started in their back in their garage and then just build it up it's got a great reputation they they build a heck of a business um and they they did well but we've we've taken it to that next level and that's where it started out at that's where it's been and it's probably where it'll be for quite a while we'll probably have some satellite um facilities here not so distant future I'm, i'm from utah i'll get back to utah and I'm not giving up on VPA. It's We might just have an out west location.
0: Well, the reason I ask is um, I was getting around to American-owned and American-operated because that's a that's a big deal to a lot of folks, especially nowadays and in the climate we're in. I mean, that, that definitely does make a difference, and a lot of people appreciate that.
3: Yeah, it breaks my heart in the industry when you go out there, and I get reasons why. I do. I understand why people go to some of these other places, but Man, it's the consumer that decides, right? Every time you purchase something, you either incentivize or disincentivize somebody from doing something. So if I go out and I try, I try to buy everything that I help with in America, it's hard to do the clothing side, but there's some new clothing items coming out that are made in America. But Again, we have 30 families we're trying to support. We're all U.S. made. I'm not saying that doesn't mean there's not good products in Europe and places like that, but my competitors, I got competitors that, you know, there's 10-year-old Chinese kids in sweat camps making stuff that they shouldn't be. I mean, that comes back to the ethics and who you think you report to at the end of the day. I'm not going to put a dollar over my salvation.
0: Right. Totally understandable. Totally understandable. Well, I want to get into some meat and potatoes, if y'all don't mind. So, I love the the three-blade broadhead y'all offer, but… I've been hearing about this Omega, and I haven't shot one yet. Can you all tell me a little bit about that? Go
3: for it, Miller. So,
0: one of our uh,
2: engineers designed a uh, broadhead that's basically a double single bevel. So, what it does, it starts out as a double bevel, but since it's asymmetrical, it initiates a twist when it hits bone and since it's double bevel up front it has structural integrity to split the bone and then after about three-eighths of an inch back farther it turns into single bevel which will continue to split the bone but also has has a real fine uh, cutting edge that will uh, hold up to uh, against chatter and and bending and everything so it's it's a unique design that we're excited about to try and get out on the market. And I'm sure everybody will like to use it. The One of the unique things about it is, uh, it's, we got lay flat technology. So the blade and the ferrule itself are on the same angle. So you can lay the whole blade down on a stone and it'll center itself flat to be able to sharpen it. So you don't need a jig or a fixture or anything to sharpen it in the field or, or wherever you want to do it, and uh, it's just one of the unique features of this broadhead. So,
3: every edge on this broadhead on the front end, you have the forty degree by getting both sides of the bevel on the on the double bevel, and then the the minor angle on or the minor degree on the angle on the back. To get that sharpened all the way down to the end. This thing is, we were playing around with them yesterday and today, sharpening them, and, and it, they're scary sharp. It, and it takes very little effort. I'm the guy that in the tree sand, I have a stone, and whether I'm shooting the three blade or I, I had the uh, single bevel before with the jig, that's what I do when I'm sitting up there. It's kind of my meditation type thing, just sharpen my broadheads while I'm up there. And this thing is amazing. You can do it with your hand on a flat stone in the tree you know in your house at the kitchen table in your truck wherever you need to do it and it is again the indians invented the broadhead so we're not going to take that piece but this is moving the technology forward to just make a better one because one of the biggest things we got hit with is these single bevels we love them but they're paying the butt it's hard to sharpen you got to buy this jig and by the time you're done the investment can you guys come up with something that's single bevel that you can sharpen by hand and we listened. Here it
1: is. I think that says a lot because it is a pain, especially if you shoot a fixed broadhead. And, and us being traditional guys, that is uh, what we are going to go with every time. And so I think it says a lot, the metal being soft enough that you can sharpen where it still is, is able to punch through bone and not be compromised uh, if that happens but then th- the ease of sharpening that i mean we are in uh pig country right now trying to just to, sh- to kill one successfully and, and and i'll tell you this you shoot at pigs oftentimes you have multiple opportunities so hopefully during a trip and if you, you say you miss or you shoot a pig and, and you want to reuse that same broadhead i don't want to have to have something that i have to carry with me on a trip that you got to plug in or something that won't go with me uh, or have to, I could spend hours doing that after a long day of trekking around in the woods. So something like this is perfect for somebody who is truly putting their broadheads to, through the test and are spending time in the woods and, and shooting a game.
3: Yeah. This thing's going come out of the package sharp enough to go shoot. But if uh, I'm, I keep pushing on the ethics side. I'm, I don't care whose broadhead it is. Once I pull it out, I'm going to sharpen it again just to make sure it's it's split, popping hairs on my arm. But this one out of the package will double pass through. As long as you put it on that hog, even if you, you're you up front and you put it on the shoulder, we're going through. That's what we build. We build things that we're not going to bounce off the bone. Just aim, pull back, hit the spot that you're supposed to hit, we hope. But if you don't, hold on because we're still going through and you're going to find that hog.
1: Absolutely. Yes what we want every time it's, that's exciting so is this broadhead now available and, and where can it be bought if somebody's listening to this and is interested
3: you can definitely get off the website vparchery.com right, direct or we we're going to start working with some of the distributors we want to we want out again we're, we're looking to be the blue collar hunters broadheads so we're going to get this thing out to wherever you want to get it. Whatever's easiest for you. If you want us to ship it to you, call. If you want to go to your, your local archery shop, tell them, hey, you need to get the Omega out there. You want more info, call. Talk to me, Jeff or Ryan. We'll tell you all about it. But I guarantee you, once you shoot this thing, it's it's a game changer. Not everybody's going to go that way. There's some diehards that like three blades and whatever. But we're, we're moving the evolution forward. You know, it's it seems like archery's been stagnated. Maybe not so much on the bow side, but everything else is copy, repeat, copy, repeat. You're not going to see that from us. We've got something coming out right after this one in the same line of what's going on, but you're going to be amazed. VPA is going to be the one leading technology going forward, and it's going to be science. I I say all the time, not COVID science. It's going to be true science, and we're going to show you that here's the data. Here's the Doppler radar. Here's the penetration test. We're going to come up with a standard material that sets the baseline not shooting into cinder blocks and armored plate because i don't see many deer you know covered in an armored vest in a cinder block building mine are usually in the woods but we're going to come up with testing that's like the the, uh, military does that here's the standard test here's the baseline here's how we're going to we're going to have all that and that data is going to be available and it's not going to be opinion or uh, me paying somebody to go out and talk about it weren't true results. People like you guys that are out shooting hogs and come back and say, hey, this works or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, we listen. We're going to change some of that stuff up so that you're happy. Yeah,
1: I think that uh, speaks a lot. He's putting into the hands of the right people that are actually using it and putting it to the test. And in a hunting situation, it, you never get that uh, perfect angle like you would on a, a piece of foam or shooting in the backyard. Or It's it's never it, – the the dynamic and the things that play out are never what you expect. And so having all those factors into play, you got to put as much things as you can in your court and having the right – thing that's tipped on the front of that arrow is pretty crucial. I would say it's probably one of the most important parts of the bow and arrow setup. If it's not right, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not going to have uh, the end result probably that you want after you let that shot go.
3: And Jeff, tell them how many hours of R&D you put into that and getting it right. This is really version four before we ever went to the market.
2: Yeah, it's been several hours uh, experimenting and A lot of machining and going back and forth and and trying different things to get it to the way we wanted it and it takes a lot of time and effort to to do that and we're just glad that we have the facility and ability to prototype right on the spot and make changes on the fly and it still takes a lot of time and effort just to get to where we are so
3: but the guy that the guy that invented that is Daryl barnett they call him rocket man you might have seen it it wasn't made in a box it took a lot of people's inputs and efforts to get that thing up to where it is but you got to shoot it i'll make sure alex gets you some you guys shoot it and then just be honest tell us if you like it or you don't and tell it publicly we're not we're not trying to say hey if you don't like it keep it quiet the only way we get better is if people challenge us so we want we want true feedback good or bad
0: Inside 20 is brought to you by Traditional Bow Hunters of Georgia. Head on over to TradBowGA.com for more information. And by Big Jim Bow Company, the place for custom bows, handmade leather goods, and much more to meet your traditional archery needs. Check them out at BigJimBowCompany.com. Gunshy Archery, the perfect custom-made quiver for both two- and three-blade broadheads. Check them out at GunshyArchery.com. VPA broadheads, precision machined one-piece broadheads, two-and-three blade mode is available. Check them out at vparchery.com. Custom King Archery, the best price on the best traditional archery product since 1972. Check them out at customkingarchery.com. Triple T Strings, created champion-level Flemish and endless strings for hunters and target shooters using the best materials. Check them out at TTT Strings on Facebook. So, when you begin to to make this Omega, where do you start? What's your starting point um, in the design? Cause I think that's important where it, where it comes from, the roots of this of this broadhead.
3: Yeah, and Miller, you jump in whenever. But it really started with the request of, "Hey, can you make something different that you can sharpen without all this jig and whatever?" But it, you know, the criteria is it's got to be to be able to go through bone um, we wanted to do a single bevel it had to be durable it had to be high quality it had to be one piece you know we we don't like the mechanical things we don't like mems um and it had to be science proven test proven that people could shoot it it was reliable not just the new fanciest thing on the market so <clears throat> you get all the heads in the room and talk about it and then have somebody go out and design it and there's a lot of input on the design but daryl daryl had had this design um years ago he'd made it up and just never got hooked up with the right group to be able to do it and that's where we match made in heaven that uh, we have the stay the art machine shop we have people like jeff um and then you got somebody like daryl it's just teaming up get the right people together so and that's where where we see you guys and some of the other influencers too of you guys are out shooting. You've, you've got the public sphere. Um, you know what's good. You know what's bad. Now tell us what those are. We're not just limited to making broadheads either. We'll make anything that, that's ethical and legal and moves the industry forward and is made in the U.S.
1: I love, too, hearing that the rocket man was the guy that invented this. I actually listened in, uh, to a podcast and watched a video to talking to rocket, the rocket man and all the uh, the knowledge that he was able to distill in that video and in that podcast and just what he is utilizing from his previous experience and from being an engineer and a rocket engineer and somebody who understands flight of a projectile better than anybody and putting that into the design of this. And I think even in that, uh, I heard that he was working on something and I assume it's this, I assume it's this broadhead.
3: And we got a lot can't disclose everything, right? We got to keep some of that stuff secret, but you'll be, you'll be impressed. He's an integral part of our team. And think about that. There's, there's a ton of smart people and I'm not dissing them in the industry, a ton of them. Um, But I think the trend in some cases, not all some cases is, Change something every year, and people chase that. You know, I I know of products out there that I wouldn't give away, that people love because somebody famous shoots it, or it's on the latest show of Kill a Deer in a High Fence or whatever those things are, and people flock to it. But we want them to flock to it because it's a good product, not because we've got somebody famous shooting it. And I think that's what's different with Rocket Man is. He didn't come from the industry, so he doesn't—he doesn't have this idea of oh, this is the only way you can do it. He's stepping back and knowing the flight. And I mean, we were talking about uh, BC yesterday and um, flight of a bullet and um, bullet curves. I mean, just stuff that's way over my head. But this guy knows his stuff, so we're taking that proven technology and putting it into arrows. And you think about that munitions because of war and all the countries has had a ton of time and effort and science behind it. Arrows is more of a a hobby, a sport, and it hasn't got all that data behind it. Well, we're, we're going to do some different stuff and we're going to have white papers about arrow flight, which there are some, but white papers about arrow flight. We're going to open it up to the scientific community. And then we're going to base our products off of those findings, just like they did in the, the military side, right? We can shoot a howitzer shell. Now, you know, World War II, you could shoot them, I don't know, 50 miles, whatever it was, don't quote me, but now we can launch something from here, or, you know, from the U.S. into Mexico, or we can go hundreds of miles, or we can fly planes from have them take off in Missouri and bomb stuff in Iraq and fly back. I mean, the technology has moved, that's what we need to bring to the, the archery industry.
1: Yeah, I love it. I think that the mindset of utilizing somebody who has been there and done that so to speak and and taking something like that that's been going on for decades and there's a lot of uh brain power and energy behind that because there has to be uh and putting that into this avenue i think it's I think it makes a lot of sense. I really do. I'm excited. I've seen the video on uh, just the dis, uh, just the display on how to sharpen the broadhead and uh, looking at the design itself. I mean, it looks it, it looks nasty. It looks like it would it would do a lot um, and put in multiple spots on on a game a game animal. And like I said before, you all the factors don't always line up, and unfortunately, it doesn't always go where you want it to go. You try to put the best ethical shot you can. Bow hunting. Uh, on an animal and you you always practice and prepare for that uh, but having something that um, you know as a backup and something that is going to help you out in a situation where you do hit shoulder you do hit bone um, to give you the penetration you need to, to put that de- that animal down in a, an ethical manner that's is critical
3: and yeah, Miller Miller and Ryan are going to come out with a more detailed exactly how to sharpen the broadhead this next week and it'll It'll go out because it, it is different. It's got more, even than I thought, it's got more cutting edges that can be sharpened. And Jeff will tell you the detail, but he's going to come out with exactly how to get this thing as sharp. And it's scary sharp. I mean, it's it's about the time and effort you put into it. But Miller, Miller can get those things to where uh, they'll shave the hair off your arm with zero resistance.
1: Wow. That's awesome. Is there anything else, Miller, you'd say uh that's important for somebody to understand just around this broadhead if you were to compare it to a traditional single bevel or even a double bevel broadhead?
2: Well, you're looking at basically a lot more structural integrity up front where the impact happens, where on a lot of uh single bevels and stuff, the edge and points so thin that uh if you hit a bone, a lot of times they'll curl or or chatter along the edge of the blade and stuff. So this one, since it's designed double bevel up front, like I say, it gives more rigidity and strength to the tip where the initial impact happens. And then the cutting edge takes over and basically does the bone splitting and, and uh, twisting and stuff. So it's just kind of the best of both worlds. So.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. And looking at it, uh, it it looks perfect, nearly like in the way it was put together. Uh, unlike anything else that I have ever seen before, I will say that. And I've shot a lot of different broadheads, glue-on broadheads, and and uh, threaded broadheads. I mean, you name it, the list goes on and on. And I think that something of this nature, just knowing the people that have been behind the design of it, um, and then the energy and the values that your company displays, and what is important to you. Uh, and what you want to put in a consumer hand and who the person is is giving you feedback or people in that nature who are actually utilizing these things for what they're intended to be made for. I think that speaks volumes on on what this quality of this product is going to be at the end of the day.
3: We've got in the hands of quite a few people that we we value what what they're going to say. And they're not, you know, Jill Turner is one of them. I mean, the guy is an amazing archer, shoots traditional has influence in the compound side he's gonna go take it out cutting. and uh he's a no bs guy he'll come back and tell us the pros and the cons in a heartbeat but we're gonna listen and um i'm i'm pretty sure he's not gonna be disappointed it's great well, I'm, ex-
0: I'm excited for it i have a buddy um we well me and matt both have a buddy seth Holland, and he made me some uh some aluminum arrows and i've been waiting to get some 200 grain broadheads to screw in there and and fling, so I'm I'm really excited about these omegas. Um, can what else do y'all have on the uh, on the list? Do y'all, um, what new products are are coming out soon? You can share with us.
3: Go through our list we talked about yesterday, Miller. Well,
2: uh, yeah, we're working on a, another broadhead that's based on the, basically the same type of design, but a different system to attach them. That's going to be adjustable. Uh, weight-wise and and stuff. So, uh, that's one of our other projects that we're working on. And then uh, we are going to be working on some more risers in different lengths. Uh, a lot of people like longer risers for target or whatever. So, we have our 13-inch riser right now. And so, we'll probably be working on a, a 15 and a 17, 19, maybe into the 20s. So, uh, we'll see how f- how far we go and and from that, and we're working on uh, a new uh, bow release uh, for compound shooters and or traditional, it just can be kind of universal, but it's it's a different type of release that is uh, not really out on the market much, but um, we think we can make it better, and a lot of people will like using that one um let's see
3: kind of thing that's enough hey, can't can give away you all the secrets
0: and, can i back you up and ask you uh to explain that um that adjustable broadhead a little more
3: yeah we gotta gotta keep that under wraps a little bit it'll be out before the the shows we're going to shot in ata it'll be out before that but we got to keep got to keep something secret right you guys got a good <laughs> good true. listening group we don't <laughs> we don't want our competitors taking our ideas so
0: there you go there you go well, i'm excited to see that i'm sure that'll be a, another great product by the by VPA. so that'll be cool
1: it's it's awesome too to have a company like vpa who tailors to the traditional community and your compounds and more modern archery groups and, and for somebody like myself and and Tim who just absolutely love traditional and that's that's all we hunt with um having a, a company like you who is creating new broadheads that can fit any of those needs um and obviously that depends on the type of arrow you like to shoot and us shooting different materials when it comes to arrows and not always having the ability to use a screw on broadhead and you you produce three blades that are gr- glue on, or if we want to shoot some kind of arrow that we can uh, utilize a screw on broadhead. I think it speaks volumes because a lot of other companies that do tailor more to the traditional community, they're not creating anything new, right? It's just what's been around for a long time. And it does, they have worked and they they do well, but I think there's always an opportunity to do something a little bit better. I think that there's that opportunity um, to, to create something that is either better at, uh, from a, just a structural standpoint, Penetration uh, easier to sharpen, and it seems like on this new Omega that y'all hit all those nails, and I think that that's going to be something that it is uh, it appeals to a large audience, which is important.
3: Yeah, so we want to when we think about going to market, we want something. When people say, "What do I shoot in my crossbow?" You shoot the Omega. Well, what about traditional? You shoot the Omega. Well, what about compound? Showed the, we, we try to design them. They go across all those platforms. Jim, I have people tell me, hey, I'm going to shoot whitetail. What do you recommend? Well, I shoot whitetail with this setup. Well, what do you shoot turkeys with? Uh, the same setup. What about elk? The same setup. I mean, if you're going to get, you know, archery training is about taking variation out. Why would you change your whole arrow setup every time you went through? I mean, if, if, if it can kill across the board. I hit a turkey. I have a, a Matthews bow. My whole arrow setup's around 686, which people say, "Oh, that's ridiculous." Well, whatever. I gotta. I want to shoot everything we have, so I understand it. And I shot a turkey with it with a 300 on the front, inch and a half cut, and it sounded like I hit that thing with a Mack truck, tipped it over, rolled it over. That's the same thing I shoot at whitetail. That's the same thing I shoot at elk. Now on my, I have a Darton setup. that's totally different because I want to shoot. Uh, single bevel, right now I've got single bevel 200s and that'll be the one I'm shooting the Omega on. And it'll be the same thing if I go turkey hunting and I take the Darton, I'm mean, going to shoot turkeys with it, white tail with it, elk with it. I just, personally, I, and I'm, I know there'll be some people that say I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think one setup across the board can kill anything. Now, I've never shot a draft, but maybe that's a maybe I'd need something totally different, but I can't understand an arrow set up for every species just seems like too much variability for me so these things are designed to go across the board any platform you shoot with compound traditional pick one things these things are tough as nails they are going to go through whatever you shoot them at
1: yeah i like that and i like that y'all offer different uh designs and and different weights and i think too just uh making sure that that arrow is tuned um well and that arrow is flying with what's on the front of it is the most important thing um and, and just increasing the odds of that arrow going where you intend it to go uh is is critical and so you've you've done that and i've witnessed that in uh the use of the the vpa broadheads i've shot 150 grain and and had success with that and taking animals and it does a great job and it's easy to sharpen and it, it just uh it blows through them oftentimes like butter when, when you hit them in the right spot it seems like and i think with this broadhead it may not have to be in the right spot um and and like i said before it there's variation that you can't take into consideration when you are uh in the woods like you can in the backyard um and so having the opportunity to Uh, have something that is is able to to penetrate Uh, if you hit something you weren't intending to do originally is is important it's exciting it really is and knowing that your group stands behind um, a variety of people that uh, like to take different types of uh, uh, weapons in the woods when it comes to archery I think that's important
3: yeah the things that we'll we'll guarantee is if um, something happens and you know you shoot through a deer and it bends your arrow for something, hits a rock or whatever, send it back. We'll give you a new one. Now, if you're shooting into a bucket of bolts or rocks or things like that, that's on you. I don't, I don't replace things for you shooting into A5 armored still. That's not what I design them for. The other thing that we'll guarantee is ours is fully open, fully deployed on impact. You don't have to worry about something mm-hmm. opening or some ring coming off or a O-ring slipping through. We'll guarantee it's open on impact, it's open on pass through, and it's open on the exit.
1: Well, it Sounds like to me that uh, the perfect broadhead um, on the front of that that arrow, and I, I'm excited to try it out. I think that uh, anybody that's listening to this that has a setup right now that you're looking for a, a 200 grain specific broadhead and maybe something a little bit easier to, to sharpen and some kind of new design with uh, multiple cutting edges, I think this is something you need to check out. It's exciting uh, just to hear that it's unlike anything else we've seen before.
3: no matter what whoever's listening no matter what you shoot whatever broadhead it is the ethical thing the thing that we owe to that animal because god created that animal is that you practice with that broadhead i don't care if it's a mechanical whatever make sure you can hit with whatever you're going to shoot to kill that animal with you that animal deserves that and then practice 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 because it's all about it's all about ethics here that's exactly right. Amen to that. Yeah,
0: and that brings it that brings it back around to the whole getting it sharp again because you really do have to practice with your broadheads and then you have to sharpen them up. And to be honest with you, nobody wants to spend an hour, two hours, three hours trying to get one broadhead sharpened. I know I'm not the best at sharpening and there's a lot of other people that aren't great like me. So having something that is easy to sharpen makes a big difference when you're looking at your broadhead selection for sure so i like that
1: we're excited to to hear that's the, the case and and, and really the, the focus that's gone into this product and all the new products that are coming out but let, let's hear about any kind of big plans outside of products and things that you're bringing to the table that is unseen before any kind of big plans for vpa uh in the overall future obviously the the goal to just really get these things in the hands of people that are actually out there hunting and people that, um, have, have, have spent a lot of time in the woods and doing it the right way and chasing game, fair chase game. I mean, what what are some other plans for VPA?
3: You're going to see, probably see some announcements already that while well, we have VPA arch, we have a, a ton of ideas, especially with rocket man and some of the other people that uh, we know in the industry, Joel Turner, uh, those type of people that really have some experience. So you, you're going to see we're going to keep the vantage point name, but we're going to have vantage point archery, vantage point armory. So we'll, we'll be into munitions and some things like that, trying to take those ideas, vantage point outdoors, anything from we got a hot dog shooter for training uh, dogs to some skeet stuff that'll be coming out. And then we do a lot of engineering and design. So you'll see vantage point – engineering and design where when you when you think about vantage point we make a we believe some of the best products in the market but we can we make those for a lot of people that we just we don't go out and share the name because they're good customers a lot of re, a lot of aspects we compete but we want those jobs in America for Americans made by Americans hunting is an American sport you go we they hunt all around the world but it is a bigger sport in the United States and anywhere else. Let's keep some of that here. Let's figure out ways to make jobs. we got all these, all these youth, and we talk about college debt. Let's get them into the trades. Let's teach them how to um, do some of these, whether it's being an electrician or a machinist or whatever it is. Let's give them those skills without debt. So it's bigger than just hunting. It's bigger than just profit. We have a 501c3 called Christ in Camo. You know, we're going to reach out to those that are troubled in life or whatever we can do to just help humanity as a whole. It's it's one thing to make the money, but all that money is given to us. So what are we going to do with some of that money is give back and make sure that we're we're lifting others that need to be lifted up. Right. A a high tide raises all boats. And that's how we've really got to look at not just how you do business, but life in general. So we're looking at different ways to influence lives Markets, families, and when I when I tell you we have thirty families, at some point we hope that's two hundred families working, getting you know buying homes, putting their kids through college, going on vacation, setting their kids up, you know, bigger things than just chasing the dollar. Because it's easy to chase the dollar, but it's easy to give away your spirituality and your your soul just chasing something that's only here for a little while.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I think that the future looks very bright for VPA and everything that you're pursuing is, it makes sense and uh, the values behind that, I think it speaks volumes and and doing it the right way um, for the right reasons. Uh, that'll take you a lot further than, like you said, chasing the dollar. That's very short term and it it's, it speaks volumes into just what you're trying to do in the uh, just the overall community and outside of the hunting industry. And I think that that's important um. There's a lot of uh, companies out there uh, trying to promote their product. Um, and so just hearing that uh, your values and that, uh, really that's another big thing that we uh, we originally um, had conversations with VPA and, and you expressed a, a desire to support this podcast. I think that that's um, a big thing that is important to us is aligning with people that have the same values and ideals that we do um, and, and is more important than anything uh, bow hunting. That's That's for sure.
0: Well, again, if if you're interested in the new Omega Broadhead or a number of great broadheads or other products, check them out at vpaarchery.com. Um, I know I'm really excited to to shoot the new Omega. It's it's going to be it's going to be sick. Uh, Matt, I I, th- I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take your arrows and keep those, man. <laughs> <done>.
2: sounds
1: good. <laughs>
0: Well, if you fellas don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and uh, if y'all don't have anything else to add, I'm going to close this out in a word of prayer. Please do. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us this platform to share and um, just enjoy your creation, Lord. Uh, We've reached so many people and it's brought them closer to you and brought us closer to you at the same time. Uh, Lord, we thank you for giving us people in our life that support us and help us reach you, Lord. Lord, we ask that you protect us in our future endeavors. In your heavenly name, amen. Amen.
3: Appreciate
2: that.
0: All right, y'all, we have teamed up with our sponsors, VPA, for our very first giveaway. VPA is graciously giving away to one lucky winner, one pack of three-blade, 190-grain glue-on broadheads, one pack of the new Omega broadheads, right-beveled, and two really sweet VPA shirts. To be entered to win, you must like and follow on Instagram or Facebook and tag two hunting buddies in the post about the giveaway. And if you are listening and don't follow, check us out on Inside 20, spelled out on Instagram or Facebook.